we'd like to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Now, let's get to the show. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks, Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. My body wants bread and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs> so I Naturally. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you need to lose weight, you Welcome to Fat Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fad Camp. Grace, I am so excited to be with you here today, my wonderful friend and diet confidant. Um, got a very <laughs> exciting topic to talk about today, something that I'm sure a lot of people will hopefully be able to relate to. Uh, today we're going to be talking about personal trainers. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Don't want to hear <laughs> them. Not interested. Don't want to hear about it. Sorry, you're going to have to come up with something else. I don't care what research you've done on this. <laughs> How about... No, okay. Well, look, the uh, thing about personal trainers is... <laughs> It's personal this time. <laughs> Let's get personal with trainers. We're training our lens on personal trainers today. Um, okay, so obviously a lot of people are going to know a lot about personal trainers. So I'll just give you a very brief introduction to the world of personal trainers. What it is, yes. what they do, just for anyone who has been living under a rock. Um, and also some people just may have never gone and gotten one or booked one or had the money to do it. You and know? lucky them. They've never had the misfortune of degrading themselves <laughs> like that. Yeah, so like this is actually a topic that like I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I've been trying to kind of figure out like kind of the best way to do it. Um, so I will tell you two very short stories about my own experience with personal training. Um, okay. One of them is kind of funny and light and the other one's a bit more frustrating. Let's say it's not yeah. exactly the most like painful, hard hitting experience in my life. But in researching it, I was... Uh, getting pretty frustrated. <laughs> was it was it was it was it bringing it all back up for you, Absolutely. kind of like or it, reminding you like, oh, this is a bit mad. Yeah, it was, it was, and I think that's something that we've kind of talked about a lot on the show. You know, yeah. like that. You know, we're kind of reliving things, and it can be quite cathartic. You know, so yeah. Um, hopefully, it'll be cathartic for us talking about it, and you know, for anyone listening who's had kind of similar experiences or question marks around the world of personal training. I would love if like during this episode, you decided to do a workout as you were talking about it to really give the full oh, <laughs> experience of what it would be like to do, be personal training. Grace, you know? I've got a treadmill desk. I'm walking. Can you not hear it in the background? Cue sound effect of treadmill. Love, love you be like, and then he <sighs> said to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like really heavy breathing episode. Like, yeah. Connor, it sounds like right. you're on an incline at the moment. What's happening with that treadmill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so personal trainers are certified fitness experts who often work 
one-on-one with clients to achieve specific fitness goals around health, weight loss, and muscle building. I think that's a pretty fair uh, textbook definition of a personal trainer. A personal trainer has has the task to give advice, provide clients with constructive criticism, and dig deep into motivation. As the French oh, call them. la motivation. Motivation. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a sound effect? That was really convincing. Thank you. For instance, a good personal trainer will encourage you to follow a healthy lifestyle. A health, health, <laughs> lifestyle, like a, a healthy Frankenstein. For instance, a good personal trainer will encourage you to follow a healthy lifestyle, carry drink bottles with you, uh, and stay oh. hydrated. Now, that's drink as in water, not drink as in the type of drink Grace likes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bring a bottle of vodka to my personal training sessions. If I got to talk about a bench crunch press sit up, it's what was I prescribed like that, to me by the expert. Yeah, I like the way that they they have three things, and one of them is bring a drink bottle, but also stay hydrated. Like I was like, could we maybe just put that into one the thing? The golden guys? rules of personal training are: stay hydrated, carry water with you at all times, and drink the water. <laughs> Oh. The three commandments of personal training. <laughs> Hold a bottle of water, drink a bottle of water and stay hydrated. Thou shalt yeah. not go dry. <laughs> Thou shalt not let thy mouth dryeth up. Okay, sorry, go on, you're, you're telling They me. might also, oh God, here we go. They might also recommend various drink options. There's a lot around drink. I think I'm actually reading the definition of uh, a hydration specialist, which I did not know was a thing until now. I feel like this is like how to drink water for dummies. Like, like... I'm reading off the wrong Wikipedia page entirely. What is going on here? Uh, okay, sorry. Yes. And they will also they will also prescribe how much water to consume, which is a totally different thing. Things like this will uh, not only boost your fitness results, but also improve your overall health along with that balanced diet and exercise regime. Yes. Uh, They pride themselves on, often they will pride themselves on um, customizing workouts and eating plans to each specific person, right? Yes. Yeah. That is often the claim they make. And I see you drinking your water there. That is very good personal training technique. Uh, Thank you. Personal training in the form of coaches and uh, with athletes and the military drill instructor style uh, have been around for centuries, right? You know, like as long as there's been athletes, there's been some sort of coach or personal trainer. But the modern idea of a PT or a personal trainer, uh, most of us have in our minds started actually in the late 1900s, the 20th century, which most of us were born in. Um. Showing our age, right? Just at, <laughs> yeah. And this also just happens to coincide with the beginning of the diet industry as we know it. You know, like the, the time when all of the books came out and the fitness regimes and diet pills again. Like okay, that's, but that's really interesting, isn't it? That like suddenly this idea pops up along with all of the diet culture that we know now starts to suddenly pop yeah, up. Yeah, I, I suppose you've got to have somebody who's like kind of on the front line of uh diet culture who's like selling the stuff you know who's like thank you to our you're now allowing you're allowing yeah you're now allowing personal trainers to consider themselves frontline workers well they're keeping people healthy i guess right yeah uh so in the 90s the first personal trainer certificate was created Oh, and wow. it was in not, the 1990s. It was not necessary until then to be certified to become a personal trainer. Isn't that interesting? You are joking. 1990s was when you... That is insane. No, the 1190s. No, sorry, the 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
with the Battle of the Boyne came the <laughs> personal trainer certification. Um, that is very recent, though. Well, it's like 30 years ago. It really is. You know and what I mean? Like, kind of ex- yeah. explains the explosion of it, kind of in our lifetime. Like, you know, basically when we were kids yeah. was, was when you had to be like certified to be a personal trainer. Like, I definitely remember my sister having a personal trainer. She would have been that bit older than me when I was kind of growing up. Yeah. And, um, then, of course, when we were getting, you know, into our teens and and the, t- the years where you're kind of allowed to have a personal trainer, I don't think you can have a personal yeah. trainer before the age of 18. That's probably kind of when it was like at its like peak, you know. And yeah, since yeah. then, I guess in the past 10, 15 years, it has really skyrocketed, you know. Um, can I just say that that means this is just an interesting thing that's come to my head. It's that like Richard Simmons, <laughs> who kind of what he would have come up in like the 80s, really? Mm wouldn't have had to have had any certification. On Jane Fonda, when she came out with those like real like aerobic exercise videos, I wonder if she had to be certified. Those are just, the, it's interesting that like, you know what I mean? I wonder the popularity of that. Yeah. I wonder if that kind of brought in also certification because suddenly these exercise videos became like explosions for at-home workouts. Their, like their certifications, and I say this like, you know, with the tiniest bit of humor, is their certification was their charisma. You know what I mean? Their celebrity, their yeah. their persona yeah. that they could basically come on TV, do a workout. You know, Jane Fonda's yeah. already a celebrity. Richard Simmons has the most amazing story. And his yeah. career was born out of an eating disorder that nearly killed him. Uh, there's this yeah. fantastic podcast called um, Finding Richard Simmons. And it's, oh, have, yeah. have you heard it? Yeah, highly recommend. Insane. It is brilliant. If you haven't listened to it. And there's an audio please. clip of it. Don't, don't stop listening to this. Yes, listen please. To this yes. First, put it, put it on the queue right after this because we got <laughs> yeah. some good stuff here. And Richard Simmons may be yeah. making an appearance later on. Oh, shit. Now I'm going to have to do my Richard Simmons impression. Oh. But he does tell a story about um, eating nothing but lettuce and water for like weeks or months to lose a shitload of weight, Jeez. ending up in hospital. And then after that, becoming the, you know, healthy, you know, par- charismatic pep talking guy that we all know and love so you know there's you'll actually i think if you if you dig through so many kind of famous personal trainers you will find these stories like oh i had really unhealthy eating habits or i had an eating disorder i trained myself to death and then when i rose from the dead i was like i'm going to show people how to do it the right way yeah (laughs) you know i feel like you're talking about christ story that's like jesus christ story (laughs) i rose from the dead and became a personal trainer (laughs) it's the classic hero's journey yeah uh, so interesting, my next point was uh, by the 1980s, uh, personal trainers were actually making millions of doll hairs wow. uh, selling home exercise videos. And by the noughties, personal trainers started to become more affiliated with products like protein powders, right. supplements and yeah. other various health potions. Um, so that's just the noughties. And then kind of after that, yeah. we have our social media, which is bringing in this whole like kind of DIY personal trainer uh, influencer, you know, which is kind of yeah. a whole other podcast because that's like such a massive thing to tackle, you know. The f- the fin- fit fluencer and the influencer oh, yes. is Gym-fluencer. has just gym influencer, all that sort of stuff. It is it's going to be its own episode, but it is uh, it is such a phenomenon now. It's it's insane. It is, and actually, uh, you just reminded me. Um, a friend of mine was working for uh, a gym, and they tried to get a gym influencer. To, to train in their gym, to try to give them like a free session in their gym. So they would, you know, oh, post really? this is the thing that people do. This particular gym influencer wanted 30 grand to make this appearance. So I'll come to your gym, I'll work out, or maybe one of your PTs will work with me and we'll do, you know, toss some massive truck tires around or shake some ropes or whatever. Yeah. Or I'll do some twerking. 
I'll do some twerking. I'll do some <laughs> those squat twerks that people seem to love. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you'll pay me 30 grand. And this was my friend who's like that starting a gym and like, you know, pure, like, you know, broke and <laughs> just like trying yeah. to get some kind of publicity thinking, obviously I'll pay this person. But, you know, the... 30 grand. Like... Are you going to do some bloody construction work as well while you're here? <laughs> oh, you know I'll remodel the place as well. The you don't want any bare walls <laughs> yeah. in this place. <laughs> yeah. So while a trainer needs to coach you, cheer you on and give you confidence, they shouldn't be giving medical advice, right? Unless they're nice. like qualified health experts. And to be a qualified health expert, you need to be like a dietitian. There, you know, there's obviously there's a difference between a dietitian nice. and a nutritionist. Nutritionist nice. is certified. Dietitian is like a four year college degree with like a dissertation okay. and all that, you know. Um, but I didn't know that. Sorry. That's yeah, that's that's yeah, the and, and if you meet a dietitian and accidentally call them a nutritionist, they will correct you very quickly. You know, they'll say, nice. no, a nutritionist is a certified kind of, you know, you could do an online course, you can do a weekend yeah. training or whatever. I don't know how long it is to become a nutritionist, but dietitians like those scumbags. No, yeah, I'm not a nutritionist. Totally. Well, there, yeah. there's a genuine kind of like, um, you know, uh, problem with people feeling like getting lumped in with those. So, right. So a personal trainer usually is not a dietitian. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they have also done that, um, okay. yeah. but they are not qualified to give you medical advice. They can... Uh, and can I just say one thing before that's really interesting because I've seen a lot of personal trainers say personal trainer slash nutritionist. Mm, sure. So it's interesting to really get down the definition between a dietitian and nutritionist. Oh, I yeah. think actually the fact that a lot of personal trainers will say nutritionist, you would think, oh, they're a dietitian. Well, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? As in the average you know I mean? person yeah. goes nutritionist, yeah. dietitian, same thing, right? But a dietitianist is a doctor. Pretty much, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It's it's if if I, I could I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure a dietitian is, is like it's it's like it's like one step away from like doing a PhD or something like that, you know. So it's right. okay. you've got yeah. a serious qualification there. Not that I'm particularly yeah. uh, on board with most dietitians, you know. Like yes, yeah, like yeah, our, yeah, our, yeah. Our, our 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 guru and friend uh, Christy Harrison of the anti diet. Yes. She is a famously an anti diet dietitian, so she would have qualified yes. as a dietitian, done all of the training, and then realized, hang on. This is one size fits all kind of like health advice isn't exactly the best thing for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to say again, the anti-diet is a great book. Please if read you it. can get a read of it, do. It's fantastic. Anyway, sorry, continue. Becoming a certified personal trainer, certified, can take anywhere from nine months to a year, right? So there is, there is work involved nice. in it. But if you go into Google and say, become a personal trainer, there is a course in Ireland that is a 15 week part-time course and you can become a personal trainer yeah so i'm not i'm not trying to devalue the work that would go into a course of that because we've all done courses that are yeah, three weeks 15 yeah. weeks and there's a lot of work yeah. in them yeah but it just goes to show how simple the training can be for such an important thing you know like it, yeah. you're dealing with people's health though you're not a health expert though you're not meant to give health advice or give medical diagnoses or anything like that you are dealing with the fragility of somebody's health and life really yeah 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 god that's so interesting 15 weeks like do you know when you hear about in the states where the police like have like a three-month training course and you're like mm, that might be part of the problem that they're having yeah. over there i feel like this is a bit like that where i'm like mm, i kind of want a personal trainer to be go through a bit more training if i'm personally honest with you you know what i mean like if i heard that it was 15 weeks i'd be like okay well you know it's taken me 32 years to try and become a funny adult woman. <laughs> well, that, I mean? that's like, that's yeah. exactly the point that I've kind of been thinking about. You know, we're talking about a 15 week or even a nine month uh, training course 
to try to fix or cure or assist somebody who has a 32 year or 30 year or whatever uh, lifetime worth of uh, health issues or or, or behaviors around food and exercise. Yeah. So that just gives us a little bit of a uh, background on the world of personal trainers. Okay, a couple of little factoids in there for you. Uh, So obviously, like I said at the start, this is something that I've experienced. Again, like we often say in our our shows, you know, this is our personal experience, you know. So I'm sure there are people out there who have had great experiences with personal trainers who would say, oh, this personal trainer saved my life. I'm sure there are personal trainers out there who are great people who are not trying to take advantage of anybody, who are, you know, who do care about making people fitter and healthier. That being said... (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Oh, we've got loads of room for sound effects. I'm here to destroy all of y'all. I say as I twirl my my lockdown (laughs) mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so before I go into my own experiences, like Grace, is there some, is there, have you had many of your own experiences with personal trainers? Oh yeah, I have been, once again, lads, I will be the first to put my hands up and say I have thrown, God, thousands of euro at fucking diet culture. Um, but personal trainers being part of that. Now, funny enough, I am a humble brag, quite a, um, active person, um, and everything like that. Now, I wasn't so much when I was younger, um, but I've ended up becoming a much more active person over the years. Um, getting into I the first personal trainer I ever went to, there's just it's so expensive. I remember paying six hundred euro for I think it was like ten um sessions, which is six hundred wow. euro per session. Now, obviously, it's like really intensive and like, you know, they work with you and stuff. I did find <laughs> and I've been with different personal trainers over the years, all they've all been men, um, varying degrees of kind of I found like I don't know a good working relationship mm. with some I found kind of intimidating I sometimes feel um when you go into these gyms as a woman when you go into these gyms um some of the personal trainers there was sometimes a very like gym bro attitude <laughs> in the gyms and as a woman who's like a chubby woman going in and trying to do a workout I was sometimes like oh this is kind of intimidating like as in like I didn't feel that sure. comfortable there yeah and you know when like the sort of these things about women only gyms or whatever and people have varying opinions on it but I was like sometimes I was like I don't know how comfortable I am chatting to this person for an entire hour or I felt I had to make up for the uncomfortableness between <laughs> us when I was like maybe you should have to be like hey have you ever seen sex in the city I hear that's good like maybe I shouldn't have to be like oh Arsenal we're playing you know like, like I was like come and chat Try and, you know, maybe... It's like getting a haircut, you know? Like, are you going anywhere in your holidays? Yeah, You know, you're yeah, like yeah. squatting like a big barbell press thing and yeah, just yeah, like I know. silent. It was, it was interesting. But I, I do, you know, there was... I did learn a lot about fitness and things like that. Um, But, you know, and I was varying degrees of... of di- my body has changed so much over the years. But like, you know, different sides and stuff. It can be really difficult to go in, particularly if you're in a larger body and start to work out like yeah. that. I found some of the conversations about food not great and I will say that sometimes I got advice on food from personal trainers that I was like I kind of mightn't have asked for but also also I was like I don't know where like they'd just be like oh what did you eat today I passed oh not like maybe like cut down on carbs I'm like you don't kind of know anything about me as in like you don't know anything about my medical history um and one time I was talking to a personal trainer and he was like oh yeah so um 
you know, I was talking about nights out and drinking and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I just try and stay away from like the heavier drinks. I am. Um, so, so I don't get bloated. I just drink shots of tequila. Wow. So he it's was hardcore, bro. Eight to 10 shots of tequila on a night out. Oh, and I was like, see, this is where I was like, this is the difference between health and diet culture. Cause I wouldn't consider that incredibly no. healthy. I just think that you're like, I don't want to basically drink a carb. So I'm just going to knock back a shot. And that's aesthetics rather than obviously like health. Um, but I remember really clearly as well. I'll never forget this. I was with a personal trainer and um, I he mentioned that he stopped. I This was the first time probably actually like I had said to a personal trainer, I don't want to talk. He was like, oh, keep a food plan and send me your food plan every week. Once again, didn't know what credentials this guy had for him to be giving me advice on, you know, that. But I I actually, this was, by the way, only a few years ago. And I just said, do you know what? I'm, I really don't want to go into the whole diet aspect. I'm really just looking at my fitness because I've had eating disorders before. And I said it to him yeah. in text, I have had eating disorders before. I don't want to actually put down a food diet because I find that very difficult yes. to do at the moment. And he said, that's no problem. That's fine. Anyway, I heard through a friend of mine who had recommended this guy to me. And she said, um... And I just said, I'm just looking for the fitness. And she said, he stopped seeing a client before because she wasn't losing weight. As in like, he said to this other client of his, oh yeah, no, I had to drop her because, you know, people would see her coming into the gym no. and she wasn't losing weight. So obviously it would reflect badly on me. And I thought, <sighs> now that is very telling because I was straight out with him where I said, I'm actually not interested in losing weight. I'm interested in fitness. I'm a bigger person, fine. But I know my own history with eating disorders. So, And he was respectful of that when I told him outright. But I, when I heard that from a friend of mine who had recommended me, I just said, okay, well, now I don't want to. Absolutely. I don't want to go to this person. Because like, also, why would you tell someone else that and proudly tell someone else that? As in like, you think that's a really good business idea. So I was like, so it's more about the aesthetic to you than it is about the person's health. And I thought that that was very interesting. That That's it in a nutshell, to be you know, honest. You know, yeah, it speaks yeah. to their experience level and their fear of, oh, well, uh, if, because uh, it's really, it's all about looking good, right? So if, yeah, I mean, if that, it, if that yeah, person yeah. doesn't lose the weight and look good, then he doesn't look good. So, yes. you know, and you're yeah. coming with, to a personal trainer and saying, look, you know, I've got, experiences with disordered eating uh these sort of things are going to be triggering for me and they're like yeah 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 cool 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 sure 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 yeah no problem that's good that's fine yeah. that's totally fine you're like, okay cool and then when you start training with them it's one size fits all because that's what they yeah. have been taught how to how to do in their, and, in their and course yeah it is interesting because like every single time i would go to a personal training i don't know by the way some of them were brought on great with them but never stayed too long you know what i mean i you know i never stayed too long but like one, it's just really expensive. But I did find that a lot of it was aimed at, okay, so we'll get you, we'll lose, you'll lose weight, blah, blah. When it's like, maybe we can alter yeah. the way that we look at this. Like, does it have to always be like losing weight? Or like this, by the way, there's one one thing I find really interesting. There's like personal trainers for like, it brides. Okay. Like, oh, get the dress. Like yeah, what way yeah. you want to look on your wedding day. Totally. You know what I mean? That's just really interesting to me where, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, God, that's such a tailored it's, thing. It's a specific like, thing. There's a market for it. It's Absolutely. a very specific thing. Um, one other thing I want to mention before you go into your stories, because I think this is so, I've mentioned before, but I, I really find it so interesting, was when I listened to a TED talk about women's strength um, during their period cycle, mm. there's a certain time in your period cycle where you are less strong. And actually, there's apps and stuff where you can track it and they'll be like, oh, you might feel a bit weaker today, all this sort of stuff. 
there's an actual quite a big gap of percentage of if you're like, I think it's a week before your period or something, during a certain phase, the lateral phase or something, where you are, you're physically weaker, right? Yeah, I, this reminds I me never, of our CrossFit episode yeah. where we discovered the personal best and the period best. Yes, the period best. Um, I'm at my period best all the time. <laughs> no, um, but like, I found it interesting that I found this out from a TED talk and I was like, I've gone to a lot of personal trainers and never once as a personal yeah. trainer and I'm not saying that they have to be like, hey, you bleeding today? Like, I <laughs> just have to. But What's like, your flow like, bro? <laughs> Sorry, what's your flow like, bro? Um, But like, or like you just come in with a scarlet letter, like uh, like a red P that you yeah. have on your thing. But like, I just found it interesting that um, if you're going to talk about strength and all that sort of stuff, that I was like, oh, there's a bit of a lack of knowledge here because mm. I've never had a personal trainer even say, what? stage are you at in your cycle because that might be the reason why you're not able to actually lift heavier today or yeah. you know what i mean and i was like do these guys know this or i severely that doubt that talk about and then i was like because a lot of the clients are women now women are going to personal trainers quite a bit the brides are all in there you know what i mean so that was one thing i just wanted to mention beforehand because once again if you're going to be paying a lot of money to someone to train you I think these kind of conversations have to happen about it actually being properly personalized to people's different bodies. Not that, oh, we're going to personalize it, but really we're just going to have everyone do the same exercises. <laughs> that's, like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the, I, I, yeah, and I totally appreciate that. Like, I mean, and the whole thing of, you know, as a personal trainer, you were, the, the selling point is we will tailor the workout, the diet plan to you and your yeah. needs. Yeah. But when yeah. you get there, when you, after you've paid your money, you get, the one size fits all and you will see that yeah. illustrated in uh in definitely in, in my story and i'd just like to start by saying like you know over the years i've been assigned various personal trainers at gyms you know when you sign up to a gym yeah. they'll say you're going to have a, a like kind of an in, in, inductory introductory kind of session with our personal trainer and then you can decide whether you want to kind of stay with them yes. uh, throughout or you can just go at your own pace. And I've had both of those experiences. You know, I've gone, I've signed up because yeah. I've signed up and quit enough gyms in my life to like have a variety <laughs> yeah. of experiences. Listen, Connor, you're not alone in this. Yeah. Everyone has done that. We've all done the introduction yeah. to a gym about, I'd say a dozen oh, times in our like, lives. So, oh, and, and it's every, so painful. Every time we're like, yeah. so this is an exercise bike. Okay, okay. I've never, <laughs> interesting. Okay. Oh, you walk on a treadmill. That's oh. amazing. Like it actually, people don't talk about how awkward that it is oh it's so awkward with like someone whose life is fitness is just standing there and just doing their absolute best not to judge the shit out how could they not be judging the shit out (laughs) of us like how could they i love i love the thought of them hey you see that dumbbell yeah pick it up you dumb fuck (laughs) pick it up (laughs) now put it down now pick it up again (laughs) there how how hard was that (laughs) but like i've had can i just say sorry just before we go to this has just come back to me now. Oh my God. I one time Flashbacks. had to do a gym introduction with a guy I had kissed before. Oh, cringe-tastic. Like, as in like, like he was like one of my first kisses as a teenager. He was the gym instructor. He had to take down my weight. You lift like you kiss. Come on, what's going on here? <laughs> you lift like a kiss, soft and tender. <laughs> you call that a kiss? I mean, you call that a lift? Uh... This is an inappropriate relationship, I'm sure, is what he said. <laughs> yeah, when he had to put down my weight, I thought, I, I want to die. Oh, this yeah. is the, the lowest point in any person's life. you got to put that in your pilot, right? Like, I have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the pilot, bro. <laughs> That's the opening shot. That's your flow, shot. bro. 
Flow Bro is going to be the name of the pilot. Anyway, <laughs> Flow Bros. That's the, that's the gym. That's the, that's the <laughs> yeah. period conscious gym run by men who are very, very <laughs> sensitive to women's, women's issues. I look forward to the Daily Mail t- doing an absolute attack article on that gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, so, uh, in all of these kind of various meetings and one-on-one sessions I've had, you know, there are enough stories in there to kind of just make you cringe your pants off. Uh, but for this episode, I want to uh, share one that's kind of painful and personal. Um, and it's the, it's about the most recent and final time I have ever or will ever work with a personal trainer. Um, uh, breathing in, breathing out. I'm <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but but like the biggest thing I noticed over the years in gyms with personal trainers was if you ever missed uh, uh, missed an appointment or lost your drive or, or just stopped going, they'd yeah. never call or text or check in to see if you were like still alive or interested in keeping your fitness. <laughs> yeah, or, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. I think that when the, yeah. the first time that happened to me, I think was a bit of a kind of like moment of like, oh, it's not that idea of they're they've got my back and they're going to like motivate me and i'm not obviously not trying to put all the responsibility on them but i think that kind of helped me see behind the curtain of like oh it's not it's not what you think it is from all of the stuff that you might see on like tv and it is i have to say like tv has really really sold you that personal trainers are invested in your fitness journey and health journey but from shows like The Biggest Loser or mm. you know what I mean My 600 Pound Life like all of these shows which yes. are will do another they're totally. have their own episode trust me but it is they and also I have to say personal trainers sell themselves that way yeah oh to, oh like 24-7 support yeah oh we'll be there for you blah 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 and like realistically how true is that now I'm sure there once again sure there are ones yeah. out there that are like that but it is sold like a all across the board that all personal trainers are going to be like that. And often when you see someone's transformation journey on social media, it will be accompanied by, oh, I owe it all to this personal trainer. They yeah. were with me and pushing me the whole way. So then you're kind of like, okay, well, I guess this this is what um what works like, you know. Um, and I did say I'll never use a personal trainer again. But if I'm like, if I ever get to be like cast in like a Marvel movie or something like that, and I have like <laughs> the support of like, you know, Kumail Nanjiani training for, for the next Marvel movie yeah. and a team of people being paid to make you stick to the plan, then maybe I might, um, you know, get in on that. But before I get to the main story, I wanted to share a funny little uh, encounter I had with a personal trainer that just to, just to break the ice. Um, this was a couple of years ago. I was working in an office building in the city center and this guy opened up like a CrossFit type gym on one of the floors nice. in the building. And I used to always pass by, I'd say hi to him and stuff like that. And I got chatting to him one day and told him I was interested in like getting into into shape and I was curious about his gym. So we sat down, like in fairness, we sat down for like about like 45 minutes in his gym on a couple of stools, just two bros talking it out. And... uh he, Get on with the flow, bro. Yeah, yeah, and he was telling me about how much he thought he could help me. And I was like really into it. I was like, you know, like spouting all of this like, you know, motivational, like kind of like diet stuff that I had been kind of yeah. like re- like into at the time. So we really hit it off. And I told him, you know, I was like self-employed and like just getting started. So I was like, wasn't earning very much. So I was a bit con- concerned that I wouldn't be able to afford what he was offering. Right. But he was really nice, like really nice guy and really passionate about it, helping me. So he said he could do a deal for me. And I remember, it's just, I remember the moment where he's like, yeah, oh and he, he took out a notebook and he started like scribbling down the notebook, like, you know, cause he was like taking my yeah. personal situation and my yeah. like broke ass, like self-employed life into account. And what he right. pitched was a uh, hundred euro a session, three sessions <gasps> a week. Oh my but, God. But, 
But to be fair, oh. if I wanted, I could do five sessions a week for 75 euro each. <laughs> right? Sorry, that sound that I just came out with. Are you, I've never heard of it that expensive. It's crazy, right? Apart from like Jennifer Aniston style stuff. I, do you know what I mean? Like I was in the headspace of like, you know, like three, like, so that's like, if I did three sessions a week at 100 euro a week. Yeah. That, to me, that was like a gym membership for the year. 300 quid for yeah. the year. Oh do you know what gosh, I mean? Yeah. And still yeah, yeah. not an easy kind of amount of money to part with when you're like, you yeah. know, self-employed and starting your own business, all that. So I said, I think about it. I thanked him and left and I probably felt pretty kind of like defeated because we had such a great chat and, you know, I, there yeah. was just, there was just no way, you know, spoiler alert, there was no way I was going to be able to afford this. So it kind of just wasn't going to happen. Right. <laughs> so the next day. Did he think like your the second name was like Murdoch or Rockefeller? <laughs> yeah, he or saw me like, and he's like, like, oh, he, was like <laughs> <laughs> he thought I owned the building. He thought I owned the building. <laughs> Um, you're like, welcome to my building. And he's like, yeah, you're a hundred euro. If only he could have seen my office at the time. It was, it was, it was like an abandoned building I was, I was using to write in. It was such a weird time in my life. Um, I'll tell you about it another time. (laughs) But, um, so the next day I met my mom in town, uh, for coffee near, nearby, nearby the office. And uh, when we're leaving, she was like, oh, let me treat you to like a little cake, you know, to take away, like bring back to the office or whatever. And I was like, oh no, I simply mustn't. I must not have a cake. You know, I must be good. Okay, go on. Okay, fine, fine. Let's, let's make it happen. Uh, just a quick, a quick one. So I went for Grace, I went for the dirtiest and most delicious dessert known to man, the coffee slice. Oh, you know what uh, I'm talking uh, about. Oh, yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking love about. It. The, I love it. Like yeah. the absolute, like messiest pastry cream yeah. flying everywhere. It's buttercream. You can taste the particles of sugar. Your like, your yeah. pupils dilate when you first bite into it, right? <laughs> so, but then, so I was like, I'm going to bring this back to the office later, right? So then, I think you might know where this is going, right? Then oh, me, me and my mom, we went to like a nearby ATM. Uh, and while yeah. I was waiting for her to get money out of the ATM, I started feeling a little bit peckish. You know, I started feeling a little, you know, like I might have this like, you know, see what, what this coffee slice is all about. So I figured I'd take a little bite of that coffee slice yeah. while I wait for my mom to get out cash. So I'm standing on the street corner off like Dame Street. And I launched that coffee slice into my mouth, right? And you know when you bite down on a coffee slice, like cream just blasts out the sides (laughs) and like gives you like a joker kind of like, you know, thing on your face. And your nose pokes into like the sticky coffee icing on top. Like it's just such an explosion of senses. It's a carnival experience. By the way, to anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's like two like pastries with like a with like a lifetime supply of whipped like cream two in inches the of cream in the middle and like coffee icing on the top right so it went everywhere well grace at that exact moment that my teeth connected with the coffee slice grace the exact moment oh stop the personal trainer walks out of the bank oh, and God, makes no. eye contact with me as i'm like you know teeth <laughs> right into the thing there was a moment where we both just like stared at each other while I was like face deep in coffee slice. And then he just moved on without saying anything. I'd love he moved on. You had, that'll be 200 per session there. <laughs> and we never spoke of it again. We never saw each other again. This episode of FadCamp is brought to you by Ursula Rainier, the professional and personal personal trainer trainer. Hi, I'm Ursula Rainier, the professional and personal personal trainer trainer. After I made my first million with a viral Instagram fitness brand, Hard Butts by Ursula, 
I decided to focus my attention on equipping new personal trainers with skills, techniques, and tools I spent my entire career developing so that they too can help the less physically fortunate. A hard butt for all was my mission statement when I first began all those years ago. And so far, the results have been staggering. Just hear what some of my personal trainer clients have to say. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted two things, to be in great shape and to share that dream with others by helping them get the butt they deserve. Might sound a little vain to some, but I became a personal trainer to help more people be like me. And Ursula has helped me achieve my dream of making the world a better place, one hard butt at a time. All my trainers have a 19% success rate with their clients. Just listen to how they've changed their lives. One of my clients went on to compete in the first World Butt Cracking Championships. Sponsored by Ursula's Hard Butts, of course. My proudest moment as a personal trainer was seeing that not only were my clients' butts getting stronger, but so were their hearts. When one of my clients lost their life in a non-hilarious gym-related accident, his family requested that he be placed butt up in the coffin. (laughs) It was my proudest moment as a trainer. (laughs) Right. So join me, Ursula Rainier, the professional and personal personal trainer trainer, and we'll change the world one hard butt at a time. So in 2019, uh, I hit a bit of a low point in my physical and mental health um, and was like, look, this is it. You know, I've been to this. I've been in this situation so many times before. I'm just like so fed up with seeing the scales constantly rising. Can't control my my food uh, intake, can't control my weight gain, can't motivate myself to exercise. I think I I need like a physical trainer, like, you know, with a meal plan, etc. and support who could help me. Like like a serious one, not a gym appointed, like, you know, meet you for a session and then never see them again. I want someone who's going to be like, you know, on my back and like really like, yeah. you know, help me. Right. So so then I found myself on uh, where many uh, moments of uh, fad diet start. I found myself on social media and uh, oh, an influencer type person who I follow and who I like, you know, and who yeah. I respect shared their own transformation story. Now, they hadn't lost a lot of weight, but they had gone from being kind of well, what they called, quote unquote, skinny fat. Have you heard of this expression? Oh, this is like a person who is like um, a thin person, basically. A, a thin person, but, they... but not toned and muscly and ripped, right? So they are, quote unquote, skinny fat, right? Um, okay. so, so they said they were skinny fat and they weren't eating very well and they weren't exercising. And they started working with this personal trainer who helped them lose fat, put on muscle, get into the best shape of their life and supported them like with 24 seven support, like every step oh. of the way. Right. And again, like oh I said, God. this is an influencer person who I respected. This is not some like yeah. random yeah. look at, look at the great holiday I'm having, look at the great lifestyle I have. Yeah. This is someone who I was like, Oh shit. No, like they, they like mean a lot to me, you know, and they still do, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, as much as a like online personality can, like, you know, like I, <laughs> I mean, you know, now that I think about it, I don't really give a shit about them, you know, but like, <laughs> you know what, you know what actually fuck that me. person. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. So of course there was a link and I looked up this trainer and um, he does this whole online transformation package deal. Right. Right. So this person's based in the UK. They're not, you know, in on the ground in Ireland. You don't have any like real life one on one sessions. This was before the days of like, you know, Zoom being like, you know, yes. commonplace. Uh, but he makes a fully customized specific workout and food plan for each individual client. So like it's all about your okay. needs. It's like what you yeah. need. It's what matters. There's a questionnaire to begin with. You fill out all yeah. of your like, you know, experience and all of that. It's all remote, as he's saying, you never meet in person, but you have 24-7 contact for any questions, motivation and accountability. No question is too stupid, right? Right. He gives you all the advice and instruction you need to get to where you want to be, right? Um, so I looked at his website and I looked at some of the testimonials on his site and, you know, lots of men, lots of women who'd used his services. Uh, yeah. But the main thing I noticed was that none of his clients looked like me. You know, none of his clients had right. a lot of extra weight and fat to lose. Um, yeah. So as like, you know, they were all people who were, quote unquote, the, the expression, I hate uh, skinny fat. And right. um, they had gone from being skinny fat to being like fitness models, basically, you know, or like some version of that. And I was like, oh, that doesn't really kind of like work for me. So I'll, I'll contact him, you know, and I'll ask him and I'll say, look, yeah. this is what I noticed. This is my situation. Have you got any experience with clients like me? And like, what's the success yeah. rate like? And he got back to me and he seemed real nice. And he was like, uh, I've worked with individuals over 300 pounds and have had very good results with coaching them through a calorie deficit and training regime. The more weight you have, the greater the opportunity for fantastic weight loss and progress. So I see it as a positive in that it means the results we achieve will be even more impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting that you haven't used any of these people in your testimonials. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. Isn't it interesting? So he offers an eight-week program um okay. on his website it's it's the price is slashed so there's like a discount on it it's like t- it's normally 250 pounds which is about 280 yeah. to 300 euro yeah. right um for an eight-week plan transformation your okay. customized meal plan customized food plan yeah. and your constant support um so i go okay look you know what i'm stretching the budget a little bit but like you know i'm serious about this so let's do it right yeah yeah and this will be a great kind of foundation for me because then i'll have the meal plan to continue on with i'll have the workout plan to continue on with yeah. And can I just say, isn't it very interesting that you, a lot of people will be like, I don't have the money, but they'll find it for these diets. Mm-hmm. You will always be like, well, you know what? I'll just go without a lot just to, so I can get on. Because that's, you think I have to give up everything so I can have this ideal body that's in my head. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you're willing to spend totally. for it. Like, yeah. So, yeah. so I said to him, I'd like to get started. Uh, well, uh, and let's go ahead with the purchase. Let's do this. Yeah. And he goes, uh, I would advise we begin with a 16-week course block, coaching block. Eight weeks is far too rushed for us to really build the sustainable long-term habits we need. And also given our starting point, i.e. my weight, we have longer to work together. Um, all the best transformations on the site are in the 14 to 16 week mark. So if you can, if, so if you can this would be ideal for us to begin with. Now, in fairness, he said, if you can. Right. Yeah. Oh, he said, yeah, but he's immediately upselling. And also very interesting that it's like eight week course. Oh, but actually all the testimonials I put in my account, they're all kind of from the 16 week one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, 
So I get back to him and I say, so regarding the 14 to 16 weeks, I know what you mean, though I'm not sure I can afford that length of training. What does it cost for that? And he gets back and says, the 16-week package I would offer a 10% discount on, so it would come to £360, which is about €400. I know it is an investment, but long term... Oh, ding, ding, ding. The word investment. Love it. Yeah. But long term, this is a small price to pay for the habits we are going to form, we are going to form, and significant changes we are going to make to your physique. So his whole thing on his website is, you know, there's an FAQ and it says, do I need a gym membership? And it says, no, I can create home home workouts with whatever equipment you have available to you. And if you don't have any equipment, then bodyweight workouts and calisthenics are also possible. So I was like, great, because I definitely don't have gym money membership on top of this like training program. This will be enough. But in his survey that he said to me, that he sent to me, in his survey, it said that a gym membership would be preferable on top of this. Not, not now, it wouldn't be through him. It would just yes. be my kind of, you know, yeah. so then he could yeah. give me a workout plan and go, okay, so when you're in the gym, do X, Y, Z kind of things. But like, as we know, like, like a cheap gym membership in Ireland, I think when I went to the the very kind of popular one, that's like all over the city, uh, Ben Dunn. Um, ben Dunn, yeah. I think that was like 250 or something like that for the year like something like yeah or i think like you could do 30 a month oh if yes you couldn't pay the 250 yes yeah, it would be cheaper if you bought it for the like, year yeah yeah if you yeah. if you were to use it right so i yeah. got back to him and i said look you know the, uh, let's go for it the only thing is i don't think i'll be able to afford a gym on top of that so can we work with my own weights like and uh, do home yeah. workouts etc that would be ideal yeah. and uh, he said, homework, homework outs we can do, send me a pic of the weights and equipment that you have and that'd be excellent and it'll help me visualize exactly what we can accomplish. Um, and then so you were saying yes, by the way, to the 16. I was like, yeah, look, let's do it. If, 16 week, 400 euro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, let's do it. Okay. Like, you know, um, so then I sent him, you know, um, pictures of like my weights and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Look, uh, you're going to need to buy like some spin lock weights, you know, the, it's like a bar and you put like weights on top of them now, you know, like oh, yeah, those yeah. things. But they're like 60 odd quid now. I, I another... bought a, a rainy crappy set for like 50 quid, you know, that were like, yeah, 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 and yeah, I actually yeah. remember you're... the young guy in like the sports shop helped me carry them to the car because I wasn't strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> he was so strong. He was like 20 and he was like, carrying, he was like yeah, there's no bother. And I was like, thanks so much, kind sir. I would not have survived. I would not have made it to my car with these fuckers. So Jesus. like in terms of even, even just in terms of like cluttering up the gaff, now I've got these big feckin' gigantic like weights like all around the place, you know? And so, uh, so, you know, then, then he kind of went quiet for a while after, after I uh, paid for him. Yeah. So you've paid for so it I and paid on, got paid on uh, and PayPal. Yeah. So I paid for the yeah. 16 week transformation package. Transformation. Yeah. And you've gotten the you've gotten the weight and now he's gone quiet. Now he's gone quiet. And I'm like, oh hey man, what's going on? Like I thought we were gonna start on Friday and then I didn't hear from him for a few days. Then he gets back to me and he goes, yeah. Oh look, sorry, I was busy and I was putting together your customized, like, you know, yes. package. Uh yeah. so this is when he sends me my very special uh PDF uh handouts that will be the, oh, the basis of my entire 16 weeks, right? And I had said to him, like in my survey, I was like, okay, like, because I know you're like customizing this for me personally. I yeah. do not care about getting ripped. 
I, like I've no interest in getting like abs or being like crazy yeah. strong or muscly or anything like that. I just want to lose weight, get healthy and yeah. um, build up a gradual level of fitness. I'm happy with losing yeah. weight slowly. And um, a great attitude to have if you want to that's, lose weight. That's what I have come slowly, to. Slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because the whole, you know, just throwing everything at it first week out of the gate has never been successful for me. And we've talked about this sort of thing. Sometimes it's just a surefire way to kind of like, you know, exhaust yourself in the first week. And also a surefire way to injure your body. To injure your body, exactly. (laughs) You want to injure your body? Go nuts at a workout when you haven't worked out for a long time. Want to tear your (laughs) pectorals? Like just ask me and I'll tell you exactly how. Do you like torn ligaments? (laughs) Go nuts at a workout. So I opened this PDF And the first thing that comes up on the PDF is a picture of him shirtless eating an apple. And he (laughs) is ripped to shreds. He is cut to fuck. Grace, he is torn since he was born. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He's got that flow bro mojo. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like not... I just imagine, wouldn't it be funny if he was like dressed as like a squirrel eating an apple or something? Like, <laughs> He's like a hamster with, with all the food in his cheeks going, I'm saving this for later. Winter storage, muscle growth. I would, I'd, I'd actually much prefer if he was dressed like that. It'd be funnier. Uh, anyway, that would motivate was. me more. That would act, yeah. I, like I'm not even joking right now. That would motivate me more. But here's the thing. Do like, you want to look like a squirrel? I, I <laughs> get that. You want to be a squirrel girl? The... The thing is, I get that that is meant to motivate somebody. You know, in his mind, that is, you can look like this if you train and eat like this. Mm -hmm. But to me, that did two things. First of all, it said, okay, he's not listening to me. He's not, this is not customized to me. He knows I don't care about that. Uh, And what the other thing it did was it, it, it immediately injected me with this sort of like self-doubt and self-consciousness of going, I know I'm never going to look like that. And I'm, I've kind of made my peace with that, but still when the person who you've like uh, handed your money to, to like guide you through this process is like, look at how like, like the body of a God I have, it's not exactly like motivational it just kind of makes you go it's also what he thinks you should look like and that's where the doubt comes in you are looking at that and going so I've told you as a customer what I'm looking for and actually what you're looking for is kind of what the opposite of what diet culture has taught us as in you're like I kind of know my own body Mm. and what I'm looking for is yeah I'm looking to lose a bit of weight but I'm also looking to do it in a time that I know would suit my body but yeah he's basically showing you a picture and going this is what I think you should look like it is wrong for him to do that like in my opinion it is absolutely wrong for him to do that and also you're once again and I will say this to personal trainers you are dealing with people who are coming to you having an issue with their own body like even in any other way that you want to look at it whether it's stronger since they're having an issue with their body and they're going I want to improve this issue so that's a body that's an image issue they have with themselves be delicate with it don't be like, great, so you want to look like me? Fantastic. I'm not going to listen to you. You want to look like me? Of course you do. <laughs> listen, I'm delighted that if your personal trainer's out there and loves the way they look, I think you should love the way exactly. you look. But like, I think you should also listen to the person that you're dealing with and also take a bit of responsibility with the fact that you are dealing with people's bodies and they are really important things <laughs> to be dealing with 
<laughs> so take the responsibility on. Sorry, but exactly. Anyway, go on, so, like, I mean, you know, yeah. even even like with all of that being said, and the minor kind of discomfort I experienced when I saw yeah. this, like, you know, uh, totally hot pick, bro. I kind of just went, <laughs> you know, okay, look, fair enough. That's his yeah. thing. That's grand. Yeah. Scroll down. You know, the the document itself was like uninspiring and not the best formatted. It looked like someone who uh, knows more about lifting weight than formatting Word document had like, you know, had a go of this. By the way, personal trainers, because I have experienced this as well, hire an IT person <laughs> to just format stuff and you can input the information. <laughs> Pay for it instead of getting a template off Google Docs that you don't know how to use because it's horrible to deal with. <laughs> So, so once I, so he sends me these documents and he goes, you know, like no question is too silly. Like, you know, please okay, reach great. out with anything. Yeah. And I did, I reached out with some questions and, you know, he gave me a couple of like Was the bits. first one, what is God? <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw him a curveball. Any question. But, <laughs> Doesn't matter. But I, I, you know, so I did get some like interesting kind of help off. And at the time I was kind great. of traveling a lot with work. I was on the road. I was staying in hotels for work a lot. So like it was very yeah, hard yeah. to stick to like an eating plan. And he gave me some tips around that, that, you know, at the time I found, you know, I was like, oh, I had not thought of that. That is great. I am great. glad, you know, yeah. so far so good. Um, so, but then I, I get into the the workout document and I realize, like, I mean, I'm by myself for 16 weeks with this document and just like. I'm supposed to like know how to do all the stuff. There's explanations how to do it. Maybe he'll throw in yeah. the odd video from YouTube of some yeah. other, you know, gym person Quite showing how to do things. Yeah. But yeah. there was no yeah. like Zoom one-on-one, like yes. let's work out together. This is how you do Because I get that it's remote and I'm, I was totally okay with that at the time. But in in retrospect, I'm like, well, you really are just kind of left your own devices, right? So, yeah, but also even like a, a quick check-in where it's totally. like, hey, how are you getting on? Is there any questions you'd like to ask me right now over like Skype? Yes. We had Skype at the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That <laughs> we, we might not know that Zoom ago, that well, like... but we had Skype. It wasn't like we were drawing on walls. It wasn't the caveman time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so look, look, yeah. I get into this document and I'm looking at the exercises. First of all, confusing. You know, like right. talking about reps, talking about cadence, talking about all the stuff that I'm even with my limited experience of working out and being in gyms over the years and following like mm-hmm. exercise videos online. I'm still going like, wait, I don't understand what to talk about here. And, you know, I'd ask him questions, but then he would email it back and it'd be kind of difficult. But not only was it like that, it was also insane. It was like an hour of weightlifting oh, every day. Five days a week, an hour of weightlifting. And then he recommended to do like a 30 to 45 minute cardio session every other day. Oh my God. On top of your weights. Oh my God. So you're taking like from week one. Five hours of like weight training and then like maybe two or three days of cardio, 35 to 45 minutes. Yes, from week one. And not only that, but I had said to him in my survey, I said, look, I'll struggle a bit with the cardio because. at the starting year, I went all guns blazing into the gym and I went on a treadmill thinking nice. I was going to train for a marathon. And within a week, I had like destroyed my knees and they yeah, still hadn't, yeah. like literally like whatever it was, six, seven, eight months later, they still hadn't like um, healed. So I had said all that yeah. to him and yet here he is going, go for a 30 to 45 minute run oh, every day. Not even building up to it with walking, not even in increments, just like go for it. Yeah. Yeah, and this gets me so much. We talked about it a bit in the CrossFit episode or even the episode of working out at home. This whole thing of transformation, like never in the fitness community, I noticed there isn't a slow and steady pace to working out. And also maybe just the thing of like, you know what, maybe you're just not a person who is built to, like, by the way, 
I'm a squat queen. I just happen to have a body built that I can squat really heavy weights. Isn't that great for me? Push-ups, good luck. I'm trying, but I don't know if I'll ever have an upper body strength that can do it. That's just the way I am. It's the way I'm built. Some women are going to be able to like do pull-ups out of nowhere. Like, it's so weird to me that the just the fitness community seems to be like, guns blazing, let's go, doesn't matter, no excuses. And yet you're even saying like a tailored plan. Is it really tailored? You obviously copy and pasted this, not looking at exactly. the survey at all. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, all of that being said, I was like, look, I'm in this to, you know, commit to it. I'm, I've made the yeah. investment, you know, I'm, I'm serious about this. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. So I went on the food plan. Food plan was kind of generic, was kind of fine. It was, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine for me. There was nothing yeah. extreme. It was, it was kind of, you know, protein, low carb, lots yeah. of vegetables, all that sort of thing. But it, there wasn't anything that was like overly kind of problematic, like, you know, um, just, just the, the average kind of like, you know, uh, diet that you would get on pretty much every yes. every kind yeah, of like yeah. regime that you could almost like look up online and they'll give you totally. as in like you know what i mean totally like, and he also but like to be fair or not even to be fair but like to point out like he did have that kind of like gym bro uh like chef experience you know of like right. very simplistic kind of like you know like food combinations and all that but whatever yeah. about that right so that wasn't really the big problem for me uh but two days in about two days in, I felt that kind of slump and I started feeling like shit. Like I felt depressed and down nice. and like I just couldn't do it. Like they, we're talking so early on. And I remember yeah. lying on the floor in this very room after a workout, you know, like you're like it's out of yeah. breath. You've yeah. done all of your, your your workouts and all that. And I was like lying on the floor and I was there for a while and I was just kind of thinking about everything. And I had a bit of an epiphany, you know, and of course this is all yeah. before either of us read like the anti-diet or started to talk about, yeah, we yeah. didn't know that diet culture was a thing. Um, mm-hmm. So this, is, you know, so we were kind of like, or I was anyway on this kind of process of self-discovery and understanding things yeah. about myself. So uh, I actually, uh, it's great that I have all this on email because I kind of, um, I can just recall like, you know, what happened. Yeah, you know? So yeah. I emailed him and, <clears throat> and I said, uh <sighs> You know, I sent him this email and this is the, the part that I want to share is like I said to him, I have to say, weirdly, on the second day, I felt like absolute shit, like really low mood and anxious yeah. and couldn't face the thought of working out, uh, yeah. but didn't falter on the food at all. It felt like that the third and fourth day, too. And then I had a bit of a breakthrough. And this is me like lying on the floor, having the epiphany stared <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> And I said to him, in the past, when I've gone on a diet or a new regime, usually after a couple of days or sometimes weeks, I get this really low mood slump. I've, I've identified yeah. this thing like, and I, this is what I said to him, like proper depressed and hopeless out yeah. of nowhere. And then usually I'm too tired to work out and I go and eat some bad food, brackets, yeah. emotional eating, I've put in the yeah. email. And that day turns into two days and so on. And then the whole diet is out the window and the weight is higher than when I started. Because again, you know, right. this is our first week and I'm expecting this kind of like, you know, back and forth, this like supportive yeah. kind of like coaching environment and all that sort of thing. Well, so they said 24 seven support and you're like, so okay, I'm sharing, you know? you know what I mean? I'm yeah. sharing, uh, you know, yeah. my experience so so then I say to him so I recognize that pattern 
and realise it must be some sort of like sugar come down or withdrawal from all the crap I was eating before the diet yes. because it's such an extreme reaction that it, 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 it yeah. doesn't make sense. So now that I've recognised that pattern and I know it's just a biological response to the food I'm eating, this is what I was thinking anyway at the time, I feel a lot more empowered to catch myself when I feel like throwing in the towel and binging on crap food. Today I've been feeling hyper-focused and gotten some great cardio and weights and meals done. Yeah. So onward and upward, right? Right. Okay. It's making uh, me nervous, think of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now, you know, I can see the dates on this. So two days later. Yeah. Okay. Two days later, I get an email from saying, hey, Connor, that's friggin' awesome, mate. Glad that little slump was only a couple of days long and you're, you're now feeling more focused and that initial withdrawal from the shit food has gone. Onwards and upwards, like you say, can't wait to see the week one weigh-in results. Mm. And Grace, we never spoke yeah. again. <gasps> what? That was it. What? Are you joking? That was it. So, <sighs> what? So what happened then? Like, what, what, like, you know, so did you... I went about my days of... That was such a generic response by the way from me <laughs> no no and you would like in all fairness really did pour your heart out there in terms yeah. of like you're properly honest like i think more honest than a lot of people are when with physical with their personal trainers yeah. because by the way like when personal trainers ask you how your week's been it's been mostly like oh like okay when actually you could have been like yeah well like you know my dog died and then blah 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 like and you're like actually i had all these emotions and i find it really difficult on these but like you don't want to say that because you want to Sometimes you want to put your weirdly, you want to impress your personal trainer, sure. which is yeah. such a weird thing. It can be a weird dynamic where you're you don't like, want to show your vulnerability. You want, yeah, you want them to think you're doing great, even if you're not. And or you don't want to admit when you're like, actually, I find this kind of hard to follow or I'm not really enjoying it, which you should, by the way, you should actually enjoy your diet and, and exercise. <laughs> Just FYI. So that like for you to do that takes a lot of bravery to actually tell a health professional. Well, health professional, I put in brackets now with no offense with a personal trainer but like you know what I mean you're being like well I'm gonna be perfectly honest here I've paid the money let's go and he's just come back with this really generic response yeah absolutely and I think I was starting to sense his level of interest uh, yeah. and his level of like ability to commit because even if you know you sound like you sound like a woman dating in her 30s by the way right now <laughs> <laughs> I could sense his level of willingness to commit sorry go on <laughs> But like, you know, because even even though that 400 euro, whatever it was, was like a significant amount to me, like realistically, like to him, I mean, that's not going to like pay yeah. his rent for a month. You know yeah. what I mean? Like his, yeah. his, so like how much commitment can he really give to me and yeah. maybe his 20 other clients and his yeah. personal life? And I'm sure he trains himself for like fucking four hours a day. So yeah, like, yeah. If, if he's given you a, like an hour and 35 minutes, like what the hell is he doing? Exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. So, so I think I was starting to sense this and I was going, look, I'm just going to stick to the food and, you know, work it as much as I can. But I knew the working out was not going to be sustainable. Um, Because it's not sustainable. Unless that's your full-time job, that kind of working out is not sustainable. If you are like... A 40 hour work week. Are you kidding? And a life outside it. And also just that your, your physical, um, 
situation leading up to this sudden, you know, regime where it's like, okay, I was doing nothing last week, but but next week I'm doing an hour of weights a day and maybe 35 minutes of cardio every other day. It is asking someone who has never ran to do a marathon in your first week. It's asking somebody insane. It's asking somebody who doesn't go to the gym to start training to be a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? Like that's the type of workout that he was giving me. And when I look at his picture, that's, that's, those are the results that he got. You know, he's, he looks like a bodybuilder, you know, he looks like a very, you know, um, slim, but completely muscled to bits, uh, bodybuilder. And that I've I've made that so clear. That's not what I wanted. But that's the thing. And that's his full-time job. And also, you know, these people definitely work at it. Do not get me wrong. They put a lot of effort in, they put, you know, but some people also are genetically predisposed True. to be able to build that muscle where we go, oh, yeah. aesthetically, that's pleasing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other people don't. Like, once again, I've got very muscular legs, but I cannot build that upper <laughs> arm. You know what I mean? But, but that's just how I'm built. But that, I mean? that's, my, well. that's my kind of, one of my biggest problems with personal trainers is that we're dealing with people who are naturally athletic, who don't yeah. have food obsessions or food addictions or suffer with you know, um, disordered eating usually, um, who are then basically telling people be like me and follow what I do. And you who's had these problems your whole life, I'm going to help you deal with that. And it just has always seemed so disingenuous to me, you know? Um, but I also will counter with this Connor that I actually think a lot more of the gym bros or personal trainers possibly deal with disordered eating themselves and don't actually identify it well look because this clean eating thing yeah. has become actually such an issue that influencers there was one very um famous incident of an influencer who was starting to lose hair because she wasn't mm. getting actual nutrients from the clean clean eating sure. she was eat, doing you know people who are incredibly fixated on their diet to the point of like it is really their kind of number one obsession it's disordered eating as well it, you know, it's I mean? like it's something, in it's a way, a different topic, but it's something that is actually sometimes I think un- undiagnosed. I, tot- no, <laughs> I totally I agree. Yeah. It's it's almost like um, being like a functioning alcoholic. You know, it's like yeah. you can be yeah. an alcoholic, but still be uh, looking as in, to the outside world that you're yes. functioning very well, that you're achieving, that you're, yeah. you know, showing up to work and all that. But what is it doing to your your mental health and your psyche? And yeah, like, I mean, the gym bro uh, or the fitness influencer, whoever they are, they could be looking great, you know, and they're all their photos. Yeah. They've got all of the abs and, and all of that. And they fit into all these great clothes and they can run, you know, like long distances and lift heavy weights. But, you know, it, it's at the cost of what they're eating. And it just so happens that for me or you, our disordered eating comes around like, you know, uh, binge eating and then restricting yeah. or eating yeah. like, you know, restricting certain foods and all that. Uh, but for them, it's like, you know, just by eating like insane amounts of their chosen uh, type of food. Yeah, but I and I also think as well, because I, I just want to bring this up. There was a body issue. I kind of think it's Vanity Fair. One of the big magazines do a body issue each year. And one year um, on their body issue, they put a professional baseball player on it who had a stomach had a big stomach and you know what I mean had he is an incredibly fit athlete and what people were most astounded by they were like but he doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth looks when he goes Mm. to train to be Thor that's because when someone goes to train to be Thor and wants those shredded abs not necessarily athletes have shredded abs someone goes and trains to have shredded abs That actually mightn't help in like what they're doing. That sounds like a really like, nice cereal. Shredded abs. <laughs> Shredded abs. 
<laughs> but it's what I'm saying is that shredded abs is actually an aesthetic rather than is a product of totally. fi- natural fitness. Yes. People have to go out of their way to get these things. Yes. So like athletes like Serena Williams doesn't look the way people think that a fitness person should look sometimes. These are mm. like things we have in our head and we go, oh, you should look like Chris Hemsworth yes. when he's playing Thor. Actually, when you look at athletes, not every athlete looks like that. They're just fit people, but they all have different body shapes. So that's what I mean about the gym bro culture. It's actually uh, so much of it is body image and then being like, oh, we have to look a certain way. It's not actually even that the fitness it's like they might it's aesthetics over got, health it's aesthetics exactly at times it can be aesthetics over health and that's where all these and because like protein powder i mean listen if you talk to health experts not a lot of them are going to be like oh yeah have a bucket of protein powder a day like these are your conflicting things between gym culture and also health professionals i should well. also I say i'll go into that but like you know i should yeah. also say that this particular uh fitness person the personal trainer we'll call him nick uh because that's on his name, but he did nick a lot of my nick time and money. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Let's just call him Prick. No, um, <laughs> he did, uh, you know, after starting, after upselling me on the eight weeks to 16 weeks, yeah. after um, getting me to buy new equipment, he yeah. did also say, you're going to need this protein powder. And here's oh, a 10% here discount code that will work. Oh, great. That will work yeah. one time. Uh, I'll, I'll oh, remind yeah. you there. Um, and he gets a cut of that discount. Oh, because he's yeah. one of their influencers. Yeah. He's one yeah. of their brand ambassadors, you know, as yeah. I would have seen on his Instagram after like, you know, doing yeah. the, the, the obligatory uh, internet stock. Um, so, yeah. So, like I said, you know, kind of it, things kind of ended very abruptly. And personally, yeah. when we had that last email exchange, I was not expecting that this is the last time we talk. I was expecting we're in this for 16 weeks. This is going to bring us up to Christmas and then I'm going to rock up yeah. and Christmas looking amazing and, you know, yeah. keep it up after that. Um, but part of me did feel like, I bet he's never going to email me back. I bet if I don't message him that yeah. I will never hear back from him. Yeah. And, you know, he he. there was meant to be these weekly like weigh-ins and check-ins and all that yeah. sort of stuff. The, the week after never we happened. started, never happened. Grace, it never fucking happened. Oh my and you could say, Connor, you could have emailed him yourself and followed him up. Oh, I'm sorry, but like you spent 400 euros. This man, no, it is his job. He is offering a service and not providing it. It is not up to you. Like, it's just not. Like, I, I don't, like, it's like going into a clothing store and they don't have any clothes and then like, well, so you're still going to buy, yeah? And you're like, no, <laughs> why would I buy something that's not here? You provide the service aisle, I pay the money. Like, that's how it works. And, so and I have, it's not up to you to follow up with him. Like, I have know? to say, at the end of the 16 weeks, I felt like emailing him and be like, hey, I lost 100 pounds just to see yeah. what he would say to that. And be like, no, of course yeah. I fucking didn't. Of course I gave yeah. up after like a week or two because I felt like I, I felt unsupported. I felt like a failure. Yeah. And there's a, you'll probably hear like a bitterness in my voice, probably hear a bit of anger, a bit of emotion. Like there was a lot of that at the time. And I remember at the time. Yeah. 400, 400 euros worth of fucking anger and bitterness. Yeah. <laughs> I did lose, I did lose 400 pounds in the process. So you, know, you can't, you can't say that. No, but like. I do remember my girlfriend at the time being so infuriated and wanting to like, you know, yeah. she's absolutely not this type of person, but she was like, oh, I just feel like, you know, when someone hurts someone that you love, like you just yeah. want to, you want to go after them. She had that kind yeah. of like frustration and just like, how dare he like, you know, take yeah. advantage of you? Because she obviously would know my own experience with like, you know, all of yeah. the struggles and frustrations with my weight. And can I just say as well, the hope. Yeah. And this is what, like seeing 
seeing someone you love because I think it's really hard as well people who love people who have bad body images or like you know or like or live in bigger bodies and like they see the the mental struggle it can take to like yourself and love yourself and accept you know all this when they see you being taken advantage of and being given false hope by yeah. a person who's like I'm gonna yeah. and I'm gonna be there to help you through all of it and I'm gonna blah and then you throw money at it you invest in it and then suddenly they disappear that is not okay it is re- I'm I'm angry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed off I'm 400 euros worth of anger and bitterness right now because because I think like I think they just go, oh, well, I sent them the link. I sent them the yeah. PDF. I, if I got paid 400 quid for every time I sent a bloody PDF, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> I send PDFs all the fucking time. And by the way, once again, to personal trainers, I format them bloody correctly too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Connor, like, I'm so sad that this happened to you and I'm so sorry because I think as well what can happen to a lot of people in diet culture who take part in it, we all do, is that you invest in it, you get hope, blah, blah, blah. And then when a lot of them, by the way, which are set up to fail, like 95% <laughs> of diets are, if not all of them, you feel like you were the one yeah. who failed. Even not still, even still today, you, you failed. Even still today, you know I mean? having said all of this, as much as I, you know, blame him and like I'm annoyed at him, there is definitely, definitely a voice in my head going, "Oh, but I could have tried harder." You know what I mean? I I could have like you know kept at it, but there I do have that kind of maturity and understanding now that yeah. maybe I didn't have back then that I can go. Like that was wrong for me. He he was yeah. wrong for what he did. And, there, you know, I see a lot of kind of immaturity and uncertainty in him for going like, yeah, yeah I'm this like fit guy and I got to help people be fit. And there's a naivety to it. You know what I mean? There is yeah. kind of like, and I'd say, like I said before, once he gets that money and goes, okay, well, throw that at my rent and then go, yeah. oh shit, now I have to like, you know, be at this person's beck and call for 16 yeah. weeks. That's just not sustainable. You know what I mean? And that's It's not, it's not, it's not sustainable. And it's not sustainable when you multiply one person by 20. Exactly. What you probably have to make yeah. money. Yeah. So that per- he probably needs to also have a group of personal trainers he's working with. Maybe he had so many people going that he forgot about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he very well yeah. could have just been like, oh, fuck yeah, that, that guy, Connor, I really then, wanted to help him and I forgot about him. But that's not okay But then either. by the end of the 16 weeks, he should have given you the refund because the tailored, and I'm using quotes, mm. uh, food plan, the tailored, once again, quotes, diet plan or like workout plan was not tailored. You know what I mean? No. You were, it's like, it's a bit of a scam. And like, yeah, I'm just sorry you went through it. And like, fair play to you for being so honest with them in the first email as well. It's not like you weren't, you, you put it all on, all out there you know what I mean and yeah. you went in the first email and went this is how I'm feeling this is how I'm finding it and he comes back with a generic email and you never hear from him again that's totally wrong it's a scam and what's really upsetting is the fitness world isn't regulated no we've seen it with diet products as well you know the slim tea which basically just like makes people piss a lot and get rid of anything <laughs> but like it isn't regulated there's so many scams out there and because of the way diet culture is set up we are all designed to dislike our bodies for people to be able to come in and make money off it come in and make money off your insecurities that's what it's all about so i'm just sorry that you went through that that's that's crap no thanks for saying but that. i think i think you're beautiful thanks you're grace and, and you know what i i think i am as well and that's that's yeah. not an easy thing for me to say and it's taken me this long to be yeah. able to be that bit more comfortable with my body be that more patient with my own weight loss because even though I'm yeah. not at my ideal weight now I am on a very you're happy weight as I like mindful to <laughs> yes my I'm on a very mindful and gradual journey there and I know that 
this extreme kind of thinking is not meant for me or you or our listeners who have experienced yeah. similar things in their lives. Yeah. It's I I would go as far as to say that extreme way of thinking of diet culture is not meant for anyone. I yes. don't know who is out there who is like, I am the ideal body. This has worked out for me. Living on baby food and carrots <laughs> has led to an extremely happy life. Um, but yeah, do you know, one other thing I want to mention, just because I think it, you brought up the whole transformation thing, and I just want people to keep this in their minds whenever they do see transformation photos online, because um, I'm hoping people realize that they're bullshit. Mm. I was once asked to be a transformation photo for Motivation, the diet plan. Oh, wow. which, um, oh my God. Yeah. So I was their star pupil. I'd lost a lot of weight. The When they called me, right, I was going through a week. I'd had a really bad week. I God. It's a very restrictive diet. Yeah. I was uncontrollable binge eating because I just couldn't handle how restrictive I've been for so long. I was in my bed. I swear to God, I had been in my room for about three days eating chocolate. I got a phone call from their PR team. We'd like you to be one of our like transformation photos for our website. And at that moment, I thought, now this is funny. <laughs> this is a funny moment because it is, it's, I look back and I go, oh, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Because I would have been a transformation photo mm. talk and I never did it. Yeah. But I would have been I would have been the one being like, I lost four stone and I've never been happier. Yeah. It was one of the most miserable times of my life. And meanwhile, <laughs> some unsuspecting person like yourself yes. is seeing yeah. that photo of Grace's transformation and going, Oh my god, I, I could have the same results as her in just yeah. Yeah, as many yeah, weeks yeah. for yeah. as as little as however much money. Like Grace, yeah. when you talk about motivation, I, you remind me of Leah Romini. Um, talking oh, about how she Scientology. escaped the Church of Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> this is, by the way, not the first time we've linked motivation with Scientology. Where is Shelley Miscavige? <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to know. Also, Shelley, Shelley Miscavige was also in motivation. Haven't seen her since. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that was amazing, Connor. Fair play. Like, you, it really was great to hear all those stories. Like, But that really is such an... Uh, I think an experience that a lot of people listening will have had where they've been promised a lot. It's almost like a politician. I feel like some of these traders <laughs> promise the world and then when you pay the money, they're like, or they get elected. All right, see you later. Bye bye. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people will be able to identify. I know I have as well, like identify with that over promising and then under, under, uh, like under providing really like, you know. Thanks so much. And I, I do really appreciate that. And the last thing I will say is, look, I am fully ready to say, maybe I'm wrong about personal trainers. Maybe I just had a bad experience with one or two bros uh, and I'm ready to be proven wrong. So if any legitimate health experts out there hear this and want to clear the name of personal trainers, then I will (laughs) fully accept a a free lifetime personal training package (laughs) that respects my experience, physical and mental health, uh, free of charge, of course. So all I have to say is, Come at me, bros. Come at me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show, and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com.